This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. I hope everyone's enjoying their Sunday so far. It's a beautiful day here in New York City. And as always, we are armed and ready to serve justice to all my great listeners here on the Red Apple Audio Network. Uh, a lot happened in uh, in the United States this week, and there's a lot to talk about. Some real serious stuff going on uh, with respect to uh, uh, Mexico, the border, and uh, four Americans who crossed that border. Two of them uh, shot dead, uh, third shot, and uh, a fourth uh, taken in by a drug cartel that I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, but just to bring you up to date, uh, on that toxic train wreck in Palestine, Palestine, Ohio, uh, the, the uh, president, Joe Biden, who promised that he would visit, uh, is still a no show. Uh, no trip is currently scheduled. Uh, and they say that there are still no plans for Biden to visit. Uh, I think it's now 38 days after the train derailment, and even though the president promised he would go. So there you have it, folks. Mr. Sensitive, a toxic train derailment, still people suffering there uh, from the uh, uh, toxic chemicals. And uh, the president is a little too busy to even bother to go. And uh, I think he's kind of losing his aura of being Mr. Sensitive. And here in New York City, uh, Mayor Adams, in a move that I think is great, uh, wants to ban masks because shoplifting is out of control. Uh, I, oh, that's the first, one of the first things I said. I mean, as a former DA, I said, you know what? You put a mask on, you, it's like Jesse James. It's a holdup. Uh, and a lot of individuals are wearing those masks, as you well know. You've seen them in the smash and grabs and all the videos, uh, so that they cannot be identified. So the mayor is saying to uh, a lot of the uh, businesses, uh, he's urging them to require customers to remove masks as crime continues to surge, not just in New York, but all over the country. And he's telling them to be proactive, and uh, I, I think it's great. Look, what he's saying is to enter the store, you should have to take the mask off. But once you're in the store, if you want to put the mask on, that's fine. But at least there'll be a fingerprint, an identification, something of uh, some identification of you when you enter the store. And, you know, some of the stores are saying, you know, it, it, it's a great idea, we'll do it. It's a little tough on some of the bodegas, I get that, but you know what? Uh, we saw what happened to one bodega owner, uh, and it, it's, it's about time that, uh, seeing as the president has declared that the, uh, the virus, uh, is, is no longer a serious threat, uh, you know, maybe we ought to stop with that. And I'm not criticizing anyone if they want to wear it, but go into the store, take it off when you go in. But the biggest story this week were the uh, hearings that the Republican Congress is holding uh, with respect to uh, the uh, border and the drug cartels. And it was punctuated by the shooting of three Americans who literally crossed the border into Mexico three miles from Brownsville, Texas, 
Uh, two of them shot dead and then picked up like garbage and dragged into the back of a pickup truck. Uh, the third shot in the leg. He was also picked up in a woman, uh, thrown in the back of the pickup truck as well. We know that it was the uh, golf cartel, one of the three biggest cartels in the world. It's the Sinaloa, the Jalisco and the golf cartel. Uh, and they took them, and as I understand it, some reports are that they were tortured, and when they were finally found, uh, they were stripped naked. Who knows what happened? Uh, but, uh, you know, have we heard the president talk about this at all? Uh, no, uh, because it's the border, folks. That border is wide open, and the truth is that the cartels are at the point where they're pretty much deciding what's going on at the border. Uh, they are entering, they are entering openly, and some of them are entering covertly. Uh, but we now uh, are in a dangerous situation where not only are some of these cartels killing Americans who enter Mexico, but they now have spaces and locations in the United States. And if you saw a map that I've seen this week, of where the cartels have their arteries in the United States, in all the big cities, and in towns, simple towns like Allentown, Pennsylvania, which kind of blew my mind, uh, you would realize that we are under attack. The administration is refusing to recognize that. As a 100 Americans a day are murdered, they are poisoned by fentanyl, and uh, it's not overdoses, folks. It's it's people who buy one pill of Percocet, uh, oxycodone, Adderall to study. It's laced with fentanyl, and it kills them. It kills them, folks. Uh, and we are losing a hundred a day. And in a year, we we lose more than gun violence and car accidents combined. But do you think this administration is talking about it? Absolutely not. And uh, with this this shocking shooting of these three Americans, uh, you would think that the president would come out and give a speech on it. Nope. The president gave a big speech this week, Joe Biden, in, in Philadelphia, where he decided that he would bring back the MAGA boogeyman. Uh, and even though his own intraparty uh, problems are piling up, uh, with a lot of Democrats who don't want him to run, Democrats uh, in Congress, uh, as well as uh, well over 30 percent of Democrats. I think it's 37. It may even be more than that now. Um, and so he picks a fight with the MAGA Republicans. Now, that worked for him in the midterms. We can't deny that it did. But this president is all about division. Uh, he's all about division. Uh, creating a divide in this country where part of America hates another part of America, uh, and, and there is no there is no unity. It is it is a sad commentary on what this man is doing for the country, and uh, uh, and on and, and this week I'll throw one more in for you that you're going to love. Uh, Jill Biden presented the International Woman of Courage Award. Uh, and this International Woman of Courage Award went to a biological male. Yeah, that's right. It went to a biological male. Not a woman. It's a biological male. So a guy with a male organ stands up and gets the Woman of Courage Award. These people in La La Land, they could find no woman who was 
uh, sufficient in their mind to have the Woman of Courage Award, and the trans woman is now in a situation where she is the one that we have to admire for doing what? For changing her sex? You know, they're canceling women. That's what they're doing. They're canceling women, and they're making women feel like they're just not good enough. So the most important woman is a man who decides that he wants to be a woman. And it's a sad commentary on what's going on in this country. But today on the show, we're going to have some great guests. Uh, we're going to have Senator Lindsey Graham on in just a couple of minutes. He's going to talk about his reaction and what he plans to do in the Senate with respect to the murder of these Americans and uh, what he wants to do in terms of creating a foreign and designating uh, the cartels as foreign terrorist organizations and what that designation will mean and whether or not we should use military force and wipe out these drug dens in Mexico. Uh, and after that, we're going to be speaking with uh, Derek Maltz. You've heard him on the show before. He testified before Congress this week, uh, and he did a great job. He gave him a what for, to be honest with you. Uh, but Senator Graham uh, is going to set the stage for us uh, in the use of military force in Mexico against the cartels. And uh, we've got to be able, folks, to recognize that this is a national problem. It is destroying a whole generation in this country, and this administration can barely talk about it. And later on in the show, I'm going to be gaveling out with my closing arguments. It's all coming up in just a few moments here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. It's the Judge Jeanine Show. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. All right, I'd like to welcome Senator Lindsey Graham uh, to the Sunday morning Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers program on the Red Apple Audio Network. Uh, we are very fortunate to have with us this morning Senator Lindsey Graham, who's had a very busy week and is actually trying to do something in Washington, which is uh, quite unusual these days. Senator, thanks for joining us. You have proposed some very significant legislation this week with respect to Mexico, the Mexican cartels. Uh, And it appears that there are two prongs. One is declaring those uh, cartels foreign terrorist organizations, which gives us the ability to prosecute them and their co-conspirators, even as far as uh, China. And uh, then you're seeking authorization to use military force to eradicate the Mexican drug cartels. Why don't you tell us why you think this is important? I don't know if I can explain it any better than you did. So <laughs> let, let's, let's define the problem. What's the problem? Fentanyl. 70,000 Americans uh, died last year from fentanyl poisoning. Uh, almost all of it's coming from Mexican drug cartels. Uh, we're losing 200 people a day. It's the leading cause of death in America for 18 to 40 or 45 year olds. Uh, it's a 9 11 every two weeks. Wow. And I would argue that if an ISIS or an Al Qaeda cell, 
set up a shop in Mexico and lobbed a rocket into Texas and killed 10 people, we would just take them out. So what I'm trying to do is define the problem. These drug cartels, <clears throat> the the uh, criminal justice model is not working. Everything is getting worse. Uh, the Biden administration's approach to this is failing. So what am I suggesting? Declare them terrorists under U.S. law because they are. They're terrorizing America. They're terrorizing Mexico. And it would allow you to prosecute their suppliers in China in U.S. courts. An FTO designation gives you extraterritorial jurisdiction over those providing material support to the terrorist group. Second thing I would do is that once you declare them terrorist, why don't we use our military where appropriate to destroy the terrorist labs and the networks that are poisoning America? We did something like this in Colombia regarding cocaine. One mm -hmm. two-step. Make them foreign terrorist organizations under U.S. law, and we can do it without jeopardizing our immigration system. Second step is allow the military to use force to destroy these terrorist organizations. Well, certainly it sounds like it completely reasonable, especially given the Biden administration's not only uh, uh, reluctance to enforce the immigration laws and, and basically leave our yeah. borders open, but it, it appears that the Mexican cartels uh, are not only powerful in Mexico, they're powerful in the United States. But let me, let me just go back to the idea of the authorization of military force. Right. Given that the Mexican government is itself compromised, uh, by uh, the right. cartel money. I mean, you know, I'm hearing from, you know, my sources that there are people in government who've been in government, the grandfather, the son, and the grandsons. I mean, everybody's on the take from the cartels. That were we to use military force, which I I believe, by the way, Senator Lindsey Graham is totally appropriate that we might end up, you know, hitting someone in the Mexican government. And that then raises it to another level, because right. unlike Plan Colombia in 2000, Colombia was all in to help the United States. Can we count on the Mexican government to help the United States? You know, that's really the ultimately good question here. So why why has Mexico become a narco terrorism state? Mm -hmm. It's because either the Mexican government doesn't have the will to take them on or they don't have the capability. So what would I do? I would make the cartels FTOs as the highest in the food chain in terms of, you know, American law applied. And, to and let folks. me just interrupt you. FTO for our listeners is foreign terrorist foreign organization. Foreign terrorist organization. You know, they're they're foreign, they're terrorist, and they're organized. Right. So what would I do? I would make an offer to the Mexican government. Let's work together like we did in Colombia. Let's use the might of the American military to go after these people who sometimes outgun the Mexican army and bring them down. See, jihadists, al-Qaeda and ISIS, they like dying because they get the 72 versions. Mm. They're hard to deal with. Anybody willing to die is a difficult person to deal with. <laughs> the drug cartels like living large. They're not a cult of death. They're thugs, they're criminals, they're terrorists who enrich themselves at the expense of Americans. So. I believe we can break the backs of the cartels if we use force in a way we're not using today. Blow up the labs, go after the networks. We're not declaring war on Mexico. We're declaring war on terrorists that reside in Mexico. Right. Now, FTO would allow us, if you could show that a Mexican government official is providing support to the terrorist groups, they could be prosecuted in America under the FTO designation. So I'm not worried, quite frankly about military force being misused here. 
I think it could break the back of the cartels. What I'm worried about is not fighting back. They're poisoning in America, and we're mm-hmm. not doing much about it. So what would I like to do? I'd like to terrorize the terrorist. Mm-hmm. I'd like to make it so they can't sleep at night when they get on a cell phone to do their bill business. We interrupt the, their communications, that we ha- send drones. We can send a missile through a windshield. Mm-hmm. It's time to take the gloves off, take these networks down like we did in Columbia. Well, there's no question about it, Senator. I mean, your your proposal is, I think, the most serious and the most effective that I've heard in years. You know, with 200 Americans dying a day, not from uh, overdose, but more poisoning, you know, with the uh, fentanyl coming from China. That's a really and then, good point. Uh, yeah. Can I just stop and say what mm-hmm. which is, we're not – People are buying a, a pill. It's a blue pill. They think it's Percocet. They think it's something else, you know, maybe an amphetamine to help them study. It's laced mm-hmm. with fentanyl. They die. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's the problem. I mean, you, you hear about young kids. I mean, you said that they affect mostly 18 to 45-year-olds, but you hear about young kids who think they're taking an Adderall, they think they're taking yes. Percocet, Oxycodone, whatever it is, yeah. because the Mexican cartels will do an imprint of the meds. They'll make those meds colorful for kids. Look, this is an undeclared war, as Derek Mall so, so often says, by China against the United States, with the Mexican cartels conspiring with them and making billions of dollars. And I've got to tell you, Senator Lindsey Graham, I complained for one year on the five on Fox. I never heard the word fentanyl come off of Joe Biden's lips until a few months ago. How can this administration, it's got to be intentional, ignore it. And then you have this nitwit, Karine Jean-Pierre, saying fentanyl is at its lowest <laughs> level it's from the White House. Yes, it's insane. It's at the highest levels. Last year, um, uh, in 2020, there was 4,000 pounds seized. Last year, 14,000. We're four months into the fiscal year. We're almost at 13,000. Only God knows what we miss. Uh, we're being poisoned by drug cartels in Mexico working with China. The reason they don't want to do this, the reason they don't want to say the COVID came from a lab leak is because that would hold the government of China accountable, right? Exactly. It's not coming from nature. The reason they don't want to make um, cartels FTOs is it would give us the power in in America to prosecute chemical providers in China. Mm -hmm. I want to up the game. I want to expose China for the bad actors they are. But more than anything else, I want to change the business model for drug cartels. When you're recruiting somebody to join your cartel, I hope they'll say, hey, didn't the last guy that worked for you get blown up by an American drone? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm trying to change the cost of doing business. We can break their backs. I don't know if Biden will use the authorization, but I think the Congress should provide it. Senator Lindsey Graham, we know how busy you are. We thank you so much, not just for being on the show, but for fighting for Americans uh, in the United States Senate. Senator Lindsey Graham, thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. Great interview with Senator Lindsey Graham. Uh, the man makes perfect sense to me. I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, it, we've got to do something. Somebody's got to take action sometime, and uh, it's got to be put. It's got to be put to the test where the United States establishes itself as a force to be reckoned with, as opposed to uh, a force that is weakened and willing to accept the uh, the murders of hundreds of thousands of its people. It's the Judge Janine Show. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.
Janine Bureau Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Bureau. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Uh, joining us now is former DEA special agent in charge, uh, and he is in a, he is a guest that you have heard from before, uh, both on my Fox show as well as uh, on this WABC Tunnel to Towers uh, Red Apple Audio Network. His name is Derek Maltz. Uh, guys, the reason I'm bringing him back is because he gave Congress a what for this week. Derek, is, as you may remember, uh, is a, a retired DEA uh, uh, agent, more than an agent. He was in charge of Special Ops Division. He played a vital role in developing and implementing uh, Homeland Security's nationwide deconfliction program. I'm not going to go through the whole thing because when you hear his passion, if you haven't heard him before, uh, you don't need to know what he did. This stuff is uh, it's right from the heart. Derek, you testified before Congress uh, this week, and uh, your message to them was what? Well, number one is that the president must declare a public health and national security emergency. Now, we know he's not going to do that, Judge, but that's the message. We are under attack by the Mexican cartels who are operating with impunity, taking complete advantage of the poorest wide-open border. They are dumping unbelievable amounts of poisonous chemical, fentanyl, whatever the hell you want to call it, into this country, and our kids are dying at historic levels. And the reality is, Judge, is that we can no longer rely on the corrupt and soft on crime leaders in Mexico to take care of our kids and protect our kids from dying. So well, we have right. to step up to the plate. All right. Well, you have been you have been the uh, the voice in the wilderness for so long. I mean, uh, obviously, you've been on the front lines. I don't mean to suggest that you've been in the wilderness, but in terms of this administration, uh, you just as well be in the wilderness. But America began to focus, really focus this week when we saw four Americans cross the United States border from Brownsville, Texas, three miles into Mexico. Two of them shot dead, one shot in the leg taken as prisoners, the two that were still alive, stripped down. And I, I don't know whether or not the reports are true, uh, but that they were tortured apparently by the Gulf cartel, one of the three biggest cartels, Sinaloa, Jalisco, and Gulf. And, uh, you know, then Americans were like, Americans are like, gee, gee, what's going on here? Uh, it, it's like, unless it happens to us personally, uh, it, it's like, oh, well, whatever, the government's got our back. Does the government have our back? Absolutely not. I mean, look, the Homeland Security Secretary is deceiving the public by saying he's got operational control of the border. Meanwhile, these four people went into Mexico. It was not a good decision because that's a very dangerous area in Matamoros. But the cartels are killing Americans at record levels north of the border. Now they're killing Americans south of the border. So they're basically testing us, and they know that our soft-on-crime leaders are not going to respond appropriately. So it's really like a kick in the face because these Americans were not only tortured, Judge, anyone that watched the video, they were dumped into that, that back of that pickup truck like they were garbage. They yeah. were treated like it was, it was horrible to watch that video. And so everybody should be alarmed. This is not, like I say all the time, a red or a blue issue. It's a red, white, and blue issue. Everyone has to be concerned because this is something we've never seen, Judge, in the history of America. This well, isn't just an opioid you know, addiction crisis. Yeah, we they, have that. Don't get me wrong. They're testing the limits. But now that they've taken Americans, 
four Americans shot two dead, shot a third, uh, tortured them, uh, stripped them down. When they found them, they stripped naked and tortured. I mean, what is America's response going to be? Judge, well, first of all, I don't know. I may have missed it, but I haven't seen the president have a national press conference to talk about that this is unacceptable. I mean, he may have said it in passing to one of the reporters, but I haven't seen I would have a press conference and tell the world we're not going to tolerate this at our southern border. And right now he hasn't done a thing. And by the way, you know what was really insulting that happened yesterday, Judge? And I'm sure you saw it. Oh, you mean this week? Yeah. The president of Mexico. okay, basically said that they don't produce fentanyl in Mexico. Meanwhile, on February 14th, they seized this mega lab. And he was in the public saying how this is an unbelievable lab. They seized 130 million dosage units of deadly fentanyl, 600,000 pills. But he's telling the world now that they don't make fentanyl in Mexico. Well, this is and how absurd it is. You, you know what, Derek Maltz? You can lie about that. The president of Mexico can lie about that. But the truth is that we know where they're producing it. And Senator Lindsey Graham, who will be on the show, uh, who was on the show earlier, I should say, uh, talked about authorization of military use of military force so that we can literally do a strategic military strike take out those lab, uh, those uh, drug dens and labs. And the truth is that, you know, I don't know if this administration uh, has the, uh, how can I put it, the, uh, the chutzpah to do it. Yeah. Well, Judge, just so you know, it's been over five years I've been calling for the designation of the cartels as terrorists very publicly. I testified in court in Ohio. But here's the thing. I don't really care if we call them terrorists, if we call them drug traffickers, if we call them transnational criminals. What I care about is the response to the threat has to be appropriate. So if al-Qaeda was involved, you know damn well we wouldn't be sitting back and letting it happen, the death of our kids. And by the way, al-Qaeda, Hezbollah, ISIS has never killed this many Americans. If you combine all of their deaths to America, it's never happened. So why are we just sitting back and just letting this continue? Because they're soft. They have the open borders. They, this is part of their strategy. It's disgusting. But unfortunately, that's what it appears to be to me. Well, it's part it's part of the strategy. And the sad part about it is it's just a question of time, Derek Maltz, before these cartels literally are in charge of the border. They are so close to the border. Their mission, of course, is to send all this fentanyl, all opioids. Ninety percent of the heroin in this country comes from there. A hundred Americans a day are dying from fentanyl poisoning, not 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 overdose poisoning. I mean, the young kids are think they getting one pill of whether it's Adderall so they can study or oxycodone or a Percocet or whatever, and they are laced with this fentanyl that's killing us. So if you got got 100,000 a year dying, that's more than gun violence and car accidents combined. And yet this president, it took him a year and a half, the way I figure it, Derek Maltz, to even let the word fentanyl off his, uh, out of his mouth. Exactly, because they're operating with the old talking points, the, uh, you know, the opioid addiction. But judge... One of the other things that I did this week at the uh, hearing is I actually called them out for, you know, not educating the kids. Like, so yep. the kids right now are facing, you know, addiction. They have mental illness. It's on the rise in America. And they're turning to pills for help, okay? And that mm-hmm. just is what it is. We're not going to change that right now. But the pills that they're taking are deadly. So why can't the Department of Education or the White House have a 
national meeting to talk just about this, to, to mandate the education in the schools. Instead of criminal, uh, critical race theory, teach about the deadly doses of fentanyl that are in these pills. The other thing, too, Judge, I want him to have a meeting in the White House to get professional athletes, celebrities, role models, social media influence in there. You know why? Because they can put out video reels that the kids will watch on social media. They're not going to listen to the radio or the mainstream media or the cable news. They're going to watch this stuff online. And he's not doing that. And that's the basic thing that he can do tomorrow. And it's so sad, you know, um, when you testified before, and you know what, let, let me give credit where credit is due. The Republicans now, uh, are, now that they have a majority in the House, are able to have these hearings. And so Americans, and not that the mainstream media is even covering some of this, but Americans are at least, if they're listening, hearing about the, the, the reality of what's going on. But you know, Derek, we think, Derek Maltz, we think that, you know, this is just Mexico. Look, it's, it's created in China, a lot of it, and then it comes to Mexico, where they're making $13 billion a year, $13 billion. But I saw a map, Derek Maltz, of where the cartels have are set up in the United States. I mean, they've got an artery in this country based upon the open border that they are sending fentanyl into this country. Places like Allentown, Pennsylvania, you know, are these hubs throughout the country where uh, they are now set up and they're going to start taking over this. Well, they are actually operating in every city in America. The DEA has already reported that they seized these poisonous pills in every state. And you know what, Judge? You're right. The entire country is saturated with these people. But they're also now, we're also saturated with the migrants from 160 countries. And we have no idea who the hell they are from China, Russia, Iran, Yemen, Syria. So that's even more dangerous. But the thing is, is that the Chinese ultimately want to devastate and destabilize this country. And right now, based on all my information, they started this campaign on this bombing over 10 years ago. And the fentanyl started around 2012. And now they're sitting back laughing as the Mexican cartels are destabilizing America and destroying the future generation. That's really sad. And they're doing the money laundering pickups with the Chinese students, picking up millions of dollars from the cartels. And nobody's even talking about that. That's yep. another thing that I've been ring, you know, ringing the bell on for several years now, Judge. And that's really a, national, a huge national security threat. They're buying land, they're buying farms, they're buying property near military bases, using cash from the cartels. Well, you know, the interesting thing is, uh, Derek Maltz, I think that Senator Hawley is introducing a bill uh, in the Senate to prevent uh, Chinese nationals from buying land in and around uh, uh, where we have military bases. Like, remember, the balloon that went over, you know, where we have our intercontinental ballistic missile sites, that kind of stuff. I, You know, I'm sure that's not going to pass. Someone will say, you know, it's racist or whatever. But the uh, the, the problem that's happening, happening now uh the 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 mexicans you know just like as you say if 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 the president of mexico said they're they're not creating fentanyl in mexico i mean that's an outright lie we know where they are we can take them out strategically i think you know what i think it was donald trump in syria uh had a strategic strike uh when they were using chemical weapons against kids it didn't cause a war there wasn't anything he went in he blew it up 
and came right, you know, and exactly. came right back. We can send drones in. We don't even need to send any military in there. But we did this with Plan Columbia, I think, in 2000. And I think when Bill Clinton was around and it, Joe Biden was in favor of it. Now, all of a sudden, he can't speak. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point, Judge. And that's something that, like, we've talked about a lot. I mean, we have some of the latest and greatest technology. Precision strikes can be done easily. I mean, Dan Crenshaw, Michael Waltz are pushing hard, to, you know, the use of military, you know, weapons to destroy these labs. But again, these production labs are producing poison. It's not drugs. Right. So this is a big problem. I had to wake up the Congress the other day and tell them, stop saying opioid addiction and yep. overdoses. It's not addiction and overdoses we're talking about right now. We're talking about poisoning. Yep. If everyone would recognize it's a poisoning, then maybe they would do more about it. The reality is it's different, it's poisoning, and we've never seen anything like it. So we have to step up. Well, well, not only that, I mean, when we hear from people like Rebecca Kiesling, you know, an attorney, a beautiful woman, we saw her crying uh, in front of the committee. She lost two sons, two beautiful sons who were poisoned, dead. Her, her only children. And she was like, you know, why aren't you listening? Why aren't you yeah. hearing us? And we, we see this and you see it, Derek Maltz, all the time. It's the, it, it's the murder of young people in this country. And, and, you know, the, the, who's the group? 18 to 45. If we ever had to go to war, who are we going to draft? Or, we don't have a draft, obviously, but who's going? 18 to 45. They are taking out that part of our, of our, our of our, uh, country. But, one of the things that I find interesting is that the president of Mexico will say, well, you know, Americans, they love their drugs. And, you know, we are the marketplace, though, aren't we, Derek Maltz? Absolutely. The demand is off the charts. And that's what I said. The mental illness is on the rise. The addictions on the rise. Kids are turning to these these pills because they're, they're looking for help. And unfortunately, the mental illness services are lacking. The, the accountability for the money we spend on treatment centers is lacking. So it's kind of like a free-for-all. And by the way, for many years now, people ignored the, the synthetic drug crisis is what we're dealing with now. We're not dealing with the old drug issues. We're dealing with synthetic drugs made in labs in China. And by the way, going back to your statement about Rebecca, mm-hmm. so look at Joe Biden laughing, saying the mom said that it happened under my watch. Ha, 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 ha. And it happened like in 2020. But here's the point. Joe Biden, your legacy right now is over 200,000 dead kids. So maybe Rebecca's kids didn't die under your watch, but 200,000 did. Well, you know what? The the truth is for him to chuckle about that is disgusting. And I don't know if we can find that that sound uh, of the president chuckling about a woman who lost both sons, that he would even think about who to blame as opposed to saying my heart goes out. You know, this guy was elected as, you know, Mr. Empathy, right? He was the guy who was going to come in and make us all feel better. He was the adult in the room. You know, Joe Biden was supposed to be the guy who felt for us. He doesn't feel, you know, he can throw in there, you know, I lost Bo and all this other stuff, and we really, we feel badly for him for that, but 
But the fact that he isn't able to empathize with a woman who lost both sons who were poisoned and, and, and literally laughs it off is really disgusting. Uh, and it's an indication of where this guy is. And I, you know, the Democrats, you know, most of them in Congress, a lot of them, I should say, are saying he shouldn't run again. Uh, but nobody's ready to stand up and try to take that uh, torch away from him. And I don't think anything's going to happen, Derek Maltz, during his, uh, administration. And by the way, Corinne Jean-Pierre, she gets up on the White House, uh, uh, at a press conference and she says, Oh, fentanyl, uh, uh, is down. Are you kidding? Are you historic stupid? Lows. Yeah, she said historic lows. It's at historic highs. What is wrong with her? Are they lying or incompetent? Well, it's a combination. It, it seems like it's a combination because, like, my AUKUS, he knows better. He worked in DHS. He was trained by some of the best in, in Homeland Security issues, but yet he's telling the public operational control. He has operational control of the border. So, yeah, it's absolutely absurd. Like, just be honest because the public is now seeing through it. But, unfortunately, when you said before nothing's going to change, yes, it is. It's already changing because right now, as an example, Judge, on Chinese websites, you can buy xylazine, the horse tranquilizer that's oh, yeah. causing rot inside of people's guts and their skin and their skin lacerations, ulcerations, amputations, and they're putting it in fentanyl. You can buy it for a dollar. And the Chinese now are blitzing the country selling xylazine, which is a legitimate pharmaceutical drug, but not from a lab in China. It's illicit. It's made in a clandestine lab. And that is also a poison to destroy our country. And the nitazines, the edonitazines, the, the pyro on the street, this is now more, more potent than fentanyl. That's coming out of these labs in China right now. Okay? Well, you know what? Being made. This is this is really an emergency, Derek Maltz. I'm glad you were able to testify before Congress. I'm glad you kind of gave him a what for. Derek Maltz, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we love you. Keep the fight. We love your passion. Anyway, uh, get out there and, and keep doing it. So thank you, thank Derek. Thank you, Judge. Appreciate right. it. Have a good day. Uh, you too. It's the Judge Janine Show. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is the Janine Bureau Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Bureau. Okay, now it's time for me to gavel out with my closing argument. Have you had enough, folks? Have you had enough? We have a government that is out of touch, a government where the president can't even go to Palestine, Ohio, a government where the president is, you know, dividing the country with MAGA Americans, a president who can barely get the word fentanyl off his lips, and we do nothing. We do nothing about these cartels. You know, I devoted a lot of the show to this issue because it is an important issue, not just in terms of the undeclared war by China, but in terms of the fact that this White House 
will tell you that the border is secure. They will tell you that everything is okay. I wish you could see the map that I have of where the cartels are located in the United States of America. We did this. Joe Biden did that. He created a country that it was open, without borders. We're no longer sovereign. 150 or 60 nations coming in. It was the takedown of America. And now they are teed up so that they can give fentanyl and put it out there to kill Americans at will. And these are not drug-addicted Americans. A lot of them are kids who take an Adderall because they want to study. Kids, as Derek Maltz said, who were depressed from the uh, COVID pandemic and all the stuff that they lost, you know, who may want to take an upper. It's laced with fentanyl, and they die. The administration is doing nothing. This guy, Mayorkas, has to go. Joe Biden is clueless. He is not dealing with it. He is more worried about dividing us than he is protecting us. And the sad part is he was elected because people thought that he was the guy who would care. He doesn't care. If he did, he would have come out and told the Mexican government that they better make sure that they never lay hands on an American again. But he didn't do that, folks. Unless he did it and you heard it, but I didn't hear it. Anyway, we're in a bad situation, and I think it's only going to get worse. But in the meantime, what I want you to do is to make sure that uh, you join us right back here next week, same time, same place, for the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. And you know what? If you can, try to get people interested in the news. The mainstream media is not covering what we're covering. The legacy media is not talking about those hearings. If you can talk to one person, you don't have to convince them yourself. Just give them some of the information that's being said at the hearings in front of Congress right now. And you'll see that we're in a whole lot of trouble and maybe convince some people that it's time for all of us to take action and get out there in 2024. Anyway, have a great day, everyone. Take care. See you next Sunday. It's the Judge Janine Show.